You have to develop a sales culture within your organization. As much as when someone walks through our front door, how are they received by the receptionist? Or when a delivery arrives, they have to recognize that their performance, their behavior, the way they treat other people will affect our revenues. So building that sales culture, I think is absolutely vital. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Rob Canellis of Game Face Inc. Rob, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, thanks, Gresh. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Rob so you can hear about some of those awesome things that he's doing. And Rob is the founder and CEO of Gameface Inc. and has been transforming the way salespeople around the world sell. The first to provide industry-specific sales training to the powerful and high-stakes world of sports and entertainment, Rob has been known for 25 years as the sales coach for sports. He has gone on to advise, coach, and mentor more than 50,000 executives at over 400 diverse brands worldwide in a variety of industries. Recently, Rob's newest book, The Sales Game Changer, How to Become the Salesperson People Love, became number one international bestseller and serves as the host of the companion, The Sales Game Changer Masterclass. Rob also serves as an adjunct professor at BYU's Marriott School of Business in Maryville University. Rob, super excited to hear about all the awesome things you're doing. Even more excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? All right, let's do this, Gresh. Thank you. Let's make it happen. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. As you just read, I'm a sales trainer, sales consultant. And when I first started my career, I will admit sales was the last thing on my mind. I had no aspirations to get into sales. But I got a job working for the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team back in the early 1990s. And some of your listeners may recall that time. Some of them may not even care about sports, but I can just assure everybody back then that product really stunk. It was not a very desirable product. Nobody wanted it, especially when the best basketball team in the world was just playing a few miles down the freeway. So I didn't know how to sell corporate season tickets and other things for this product. And so I really fumbled a lot. I eventually came across a system that for me was very intuitive. No one ever trained me. In fact, I got less than 93 seconds of training when I started my job at the Clippers, but I finally figured it out, started to set some sales records, not by deceiving people or by being sleazy, slimy, or shady, but by really selling something that people wanted. And after setting those sales records, I began traveling around the league, sharing it with other franchises. Then other sports team began calling me, asking me if it could apply to their sport and their market. And after a few years of doing this, I finally figured out, hey, I think I have a business here, Gresh. And so I started Game Face in 1995 and have grown it from that point. And we've worked, as you said, internationally with about 400 brands, not only in sports, but all kinds of different industries, because Principles are principles, and that's what we espouse. What I learned is that when people went to an LA Clippers game back in the 90s, it wasn't to watch a win because that's crazy talk back then. If it's a business person, if it's a CEO, for example, they go to a Clippers game to try to win new business or to try to retain a client or to try to recruit good talent. 
That's why they utilize sporting events. And so I stopped selling the product, stopped saying, hey, this is the year, because that would have been a lie. Instead, I was saying, look, I know what your business is, what you're trying to accomplish every day, irrespective of sports. I'm going to show you how by partnering with me and my brand, we can assist you in delivering those important daily results that you're looking for. And that's what led to sales and retention of sales and has, as I said, blossomed into a really fortunate career for me. And we in the CEO world, we're really guilty of creating this vicious cycle of training sales teams so much about product that when they get done with their quote sales training, which is normally just product training, they can't help themselves, but just blab it over everybody about product. And then they become the salesperson people hate. I teach people how to become the salesperson people love by talking to the prospect about what they're thinking about, what they're strategizing over, why they're holding meetings in their own office today or in their boardroom, what's on their agenda. And then you show them the connection between that objective, that outcome, that result, and your product. And when they see the connection and the fit, you've got yourself a sale. Yeah, absolutely. I know you touched a little bit upon that, like how you work with your clients. I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about that. And of course, about your book and how you're making that impact for people that you serve. For 26 years now, I've been traveling around the world, working directly with companies, startups, as well as enterprise companies, household name brands, as well as companies that no one's ever heard of, or maybe the you know bottom of their industry or their market. It doesn't really matter. I kind of look at it like a sports league. You've got some teams that are winning the championship and you got others that are expansion franchises. So I work with a variety of companies. I go in and I work specifically with their sales team. And I give them these game-changing principles and practices that empower them. In fact, in many cases, I turn people who want to get out of sales into lifetime salespeople because they recognize the true essence or nature of selling is how to persuade and influence and inspire and educate. So we do this through workshops. We do it both virtually and of course, live. We also now, as you mentioned, we've launched a masterclass for individuals who may want that extra training outside of work or for CEOs who want their individual sales members to receive more personalized sales training through our masterclass, which includes instruction for me directly with each participant. And then the book came out recently, and we were very fortunate that it climbed to number one in less than a day internationally. And so the book is really the culmination of nearly 30 years of me working with a variety of organizations and individuals. And so I'm very proud of the book. It has all kinds of real life stories and examples from certainly my sports experience with working with 300 sports teams, but also working with about 100 other real companies, as I'll call them. So I think anyone who reads the book, whether they're a seasoned veteran, whether they're a brand new salesperson, or whether there's someone who manages salespeople, but just wants to know how to do it better and how to understand the sales process so they can speak the language of sales more effectively, it's really for all of those audiences. And we're just thrilled at the reception so far. I absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, I'm glad you used the word habit because I think that's what I would respond to your question with. My habit that has served me well in my 26 years of running a business is the habit of getting away from work 
and making a concerted effort to serve in my community. When I find myself getting outside of work and serving in a capacity where I may not have a lot of expertise, I just have a desire, desire to serve an individual, a neighbor, a relative, an organization, giving of my time, giving of my labor, I find that that not only refreshes me, but it also gives me new perspective. When I see the world as it is, not just the way I'm reading about it in my den with a good book, nothing against reading good books. I know one called The Sales Game Changer, I highly recommend, but I like to get out there and demonstrate my appreciation and gratitude for my good fortune by serving other people. And I find that just makes me ultimately, when I get back to the office, a better leader. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Well, my CEO nugget, and this sounds a little self-serving, but I believe it to my core, you have to develop a sales culture within your organization. That scares some people because some CEOs are a CEO, not because they want to be in sales, but because they had a great idea or a great invention. But everybody sells. Some of us do it better than others. Some of us appreciate it more than others. Some of us have kind of a, a technique to it. And others are just more kind of, it may be second nature, but every organization, every CEO needs to ensure that every person within that organization recognizes what I like to call is your revenue tree. Asking yourself, what revenue branches do we have? How are we making money? What's the trunk of our tree? The trunk is the imperative product that without that imperative product, the tree would fall over and die. And then also, what's the soil? The soil is the culture that we're planted in. And typically, by the way, the roots of the tree are the salespeople that we hire to sell the imperative product and the branches above it. So you need to build that within that culture, a sales culture, this idea that nothing happens in our business until somebody sells something. It's an old axiom. I didn't make that up, but it's true. As much as when someone walks through our front door, how are they received by the receptionist? Or when a delivery arrives, or when the truck is backing up onto our loading dock, how are they being received? Recognizing every single person has a sales function within your company and training them as such. And it doesn't mean they have to you know, go through the entire sales cycle, obviously. They don't have to make cold calls. They have to recognize that their performance, their behavior, the way they treat other people will affect our revenues. So building that sales culture, I think, is absolutely vital. Yeah, I, I love that, especially that analogy as well. So I absolutely appreciate that. And I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote, quote, CEOs on the show. So Rob, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well, I've looked at it this way, Gresh. It's being the chief collator, collaborator, and communicator. So what I mean by collator is being the person that brings the ideas together, incorporates the ideas and inputs of everyone within the organization, from the drivers to those who are doing custodial work to your chief sales officer. So collate those ideas, encourage the bringing forth of ideas, and then be the chief collaborator demonstrate through your own habits and through your own behavior that you're not the carrier of all great ideas, but most great ideas come through collaboration, counseling together, if you will, and build such a culture within your organization. 
and build that safe environment where people feel comfortable bringing forth an idea or working on an idea together. In the Japanese word kaizen, it means bringing people from disparate backgrounds and experiences and functions and having them work on a project together because you get fantastic perspective if you do that, rather than just have all big ideas come out of the C-suite. And then the third thing is being the chief communicator. Once the ideas, once the plans are in place, being able to communicate that effectively so everyone in your organization understands and supports and can champion that, which has been decided. And if you're not a great communicator as a CEO, then I would respectfully suggest getting some training in that. I've worked with a lot of CEOs that are brilliant minds, but their great ideas kind of stay in their mind. They don't know how to necessarily get them out of their mouth. So we work with them on how to be better in messaging and communicating their vision so that people understand it and want to be behind it. Yeah, I truly appreciate that. I don't know if I want to call that the three C's or triple C, but they're extremely powerful. (laughs) And I think when you're able to understand, I think especially as leadership, not necessarily trying to do all of the things, but really trying to do those things that are integral to the success that are really, you know, making a monumental move forward, the collating, the collaborating, the communicating, when you're creating the culture that revolves around those three things, you're really going leaps and bounds above. I think a lot of times what we sometimes realize that we're able to to kind of do to impact an organization and of course the people that we're serving within the organization as well too. Yeah, it's it's been something that I've observed over the years working with as many CEOs as I have and others in the C-suite I should mention. Those that seem to always rise to the top and always seem to produce the most impactful results for their organization, which also means for their coworkers, their employees and their customers and clients are those that seem to be really good at naturally, or they develop the skills of that collaborative spirit, that ability to communicate effectively, properly, succinctly. So I admire it and I also train in it. Yes, absolutely. And I think even if you have that, I guess, intuitive kind of gene that allows you to kind of do that, you can always be trained and get better. So I love that you're able to kind of cultivate those gifts and talents as much as those gifts and talents may not sometimes be there as well too. So Rob, truly appreciate that definition. Obviously, I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I've had in store a little, hopefully a little surprise for your listeners, because I really appreciate being on your podcast, Gresh. I'm a fan of what you do, and I love the approach that you've taken to this interview. So thank you. If your listeners want to go to GameFaceSales.com, that's GameFaceSales.com. I've got a gift for them. It's three weeks of free video sales tips. So these are brief videos that I've produced. They're typically reserved for my clients, but I'd love to provide them to your listeners, your audience. They're kind of a daily sales cup of coffee, if you will. And so they're welcome to share these within their organization. Each person would just need to log in with their own personal password to get to these free tips. No obligation after that. They can also, of course, to go to GameFace. Academy to learn about our masterclass. It's available now. We've just launched it. We're very, very excited. It's been two years in the making. So it's rich with content. And of course, if anyone would like to learn more about GameFace services for their organization, where we could perhaps come in as a keynote or as a trainer of some sort, they can find me at gamefaceinc.com. 
So a lot of different ways. Hope they'll connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Would love to begin a dialogue. Yes, absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. Who doesn't love surprises? So I appreciate that surprise as well, Rob. There's so many different ways, you know, you have and you develop for people to kind of connect and continue to kind of sharpen the saw and get better. But the most important part and the most important word I think you said is connect. There's lots of different ways to connect, but you have to take that action in order to do that. So thank you so much in providing the different ways. The, the time, of course, you took today and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks so much, Gresh. All the best to you as well. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.